welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Happy Monday, everyone. This is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You and your host for this podcast. Today we have episode 47 with Kimberly Seltzer on love and how your image can affect your dating and romantic life. Before we jump into our episode today, I would love to encourage you to head over to the website riseupforyou.com and join our emailing list so that you can benefit from our free jumpstart guide on leading your best life, as well as gain access to a ton of free resources. We have every podcast episode up there, articles, webinars, coaching services just for you, and so much more. So today we have episode 47 with Kimberly Seltzer, who is a makeover and confidence expert, therapist, and dating coach who's based in Los Angeles. She utilizes the unique combined use of therapy, infill dating coaching, NLP, and styling to help people with their confidence and dating life. Kimberly helps men and women update and discover their personalized image through wardrobe consultation and assistance in purchasing clothes that fit each body type and lifestyle. She has developed her own wing gal approach with clients doing infilled work, working on body language, first impressions, styling, and communication, and how it impacts confidence and attraction. She has been on radio, TV, and the web. She's the co-host and lead love expert of a traveling dating show, The Great Love Debate. She's also the co-host of a podcast, Full Disclosure, which is coming out soon. And you can see her on cable reality dating show, The Romance. Kimberly enjoys speaking and giving seminars, and she's also been a keynote speaker for Neutrogena, National Matchmaking Conferences, eHarmony, and iDate. She is incredible, and she has some incredible information that she's going to share with us here today on our podcast, Rise Up For You. So please enjoy this episode, Rise Up For You, and enjoy. Well, it's such an honor to have you on the show. I always like to start off by letting the audience get to know our guest. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? So I'm a dating and makeover expert, and I draw upon my experience as a therapist to do an inside-out approach in helping men and women look and feel their best so that they attract what they want. And I know it kind of sounds like a a mouthful, um, but it you know at the end of the day, Netta, I think it's more about confidence that I help people with because, you know, there's different areas in in people's lives, whether it's their style or or the way they socialize or their dating life and people really feeling good about themselves because, I mean, look, at the end of the day, people are attracted to people who love themselves. And I know that's very cliche. However, I find it to be true. And that's what I teach. That's absolutely, I mean, that's very true though. So how did you get into this world of you know, dating slash image makeover? Well, do you want the long version or the short version? Like, I don't know how long we have. Give us the long version. Long version's fine. Long version is so much more fun. Um, Well, because I tell my story a lot, and those of you who know me know it well. Um, So I was this kind of good girl from Chicago, 
And I was married. I had a couple kids. I had the picket fence, you know, almost like a leave it to beaver type of lifestyle. So I thought, and I practiced as a therapist and, um, help people. So I thought for many years and I think I did, but it was in a different way. And then I picked up and moved to Los Angeles and I, I did what all the other Californians do. I got a divorce and um, I'm joking, but obviously there were other (laughs) issues going on here. Right. And so there I was lo and behold at this kind of impasse in my life, you know, like when you're faced with a fork in the road, Mm. that, that was my defining moment. I'm like, okay, I could just like sit here and feel sorry for myself and lay in bed forever, or I can get out of bed and, and start my life. And maybe it needed to be a new way, but at least start something. Um, Because I was literally paralyzed and blind. Like, it was just like, oh, my God, what am I doing? So a couple things happened at that moment. Um, As I walked into my closet, I realized it was all, like, oversized mommy pregnancy clothes. They were all black. I had, like, nursing bras, Birkenstocks, and, like, Oh my God, like I'm supposed to go out there and attract a guy, but truth be told, I wasn't feeling it. You know, I, I was literally hiding in my clothes. Uh, so, but after a while I had to go shopping. So I went shopping and the woman who was helping me, she brings me this like red dress that was three sizes too small. So I thought, and I said, that's really sweet of you, but like, that's not my size. And she's like, all right, honey. Yes, it is. So I'm like, okay. I slip it on. I look in the mirror and it was like, I was transformed into this new person. And I didn't recognize me hmm. to be quite honest. And I just stood there and I stared I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is the new me. I don't recognize her. So I just walked out into the world with that red dress. And I mean, that was a metaphor for a lot of the clothes that I got, you know, I started incorporating color into my life and, um, I started getting used to the attention. And as that was happening, my confidence started growing. And I realized that symbiotic relationship between the outer and the inner and how powerful it was. And then the other thing I did, of course, I kept watching that show, What Not to Wear. I was like obsessed with it. I'm like, oh my God, all those makeovers. I want to do that. Because I saw how happy people were. And I wanted more happiness, not only for my life, but for people that I helped. So that's kind of where it all started. You know, I had to learn how to date all over again. Um, you know, it was a very different world. I had to learn how to speak to these aliens. They were literally like men were like aliens to me. I didn't know how to flirt. I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, the last time I dated, it was college, right. And went to, you know, sorority and fraternity parties. I had no idea. So, um, that is kind of where you know, this journey begins and why I'm so passionate about doing what I do, truly. I mean, I've had amazing professional experience and I feel blessed doing all the stuff that I'm doing and reaching a lot of people. But but that is really what I love to do, helping people kind of transform their lives. Because, you know, the end of the day, we can't see ourselves. And that's why what I do so powerful is because I really help people see themselves in a way that they haven't looked at before. And then that catapults them into the state of change. And that's really cool. 
So I, I love that you said that because I wanted to ask you, since you've been through it personally, yeah. why do you think it is that your image is so important when it comes to the dating world? Like, how does that make you feel? I mean, it's crucial. In fact, I can't, I can't even help people internally until we address the outer. Like it goes hand in hand. First impressions are huge when it comes to dating. It only takes 30 seconds to make a first impression. That's all you got. And probably they're saying nowadays it's even quicker. And online it's even quicker, right? I mean, look at Tinder. So you, you know, looking and feeling your best and putting yourself out there to the world, um, is half the battle because when you put your best self forward, that's when you get that kind of energy back, right? It's not this superficial thing. This is like real stuff, guys, you know, um, especially men, you know, I know you have a lot of women listeners out there. Men are very visual and it's not, and I get a lot of women who say to me, you know, I don't want to change for a man. And if a man doesn't like me, then F him. You know, I don't know if I can swear on here. but Yeah, you're fine. Uh, okay, great. Yeah, so fuck him, right? Um, but it's not about changing who you are. It's about packaging yourself in a way so that guys get to know who you are, right? If you take the emotion out of it and you just, like, look at two business packages, for instance, One is in chicken scratch and pencil, uh, manila folder. The other one is nicely laminated, looks professional. Inside, the content is the same. Mm. haven't changed anything. Which one are you going to pick? Most people are going to pick the professional-looking one. Why? Because we made a judgment and assumption that that's more professional. Same thing with just us as people. We're constantly judging. And so when it comes to, you know, the dating world, that's, that's crucial. 55% of your dating success can be increased just based on your dress alone. And that's research talking. That's not me. That's, and, and that's cool stuff. You know, just changing a little thing here and there can go a long way. Why do you think, Kimberly, it's so difficult for... Um... I guess specifically women to get this down. I used to be in the, in the, and I still do a little bit. Um, I used mm-hmm. to do a lot of directing in the performance world. And my number one struggle with the performers that I worked with was them like putting themselves together when they walked on stage. Like it was uh. just brutal. Like, and some of them didn't even realize like, okay, you know, just maybe a little bit more with the hair, maybe finding the right outfit for themselves. And it really did indirectly affect them as a performer and they didn't realize it. And I just, I guess I never understood why it was difficult for women to make that transformation for themselves. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because again, it goes back to like, we can't see ourselves and most people don't. It's not until I go shopping with people and I put on these outfits and I have them look in the mirror and even, even when they look in the mirror, they don't see it. So I take pictures a lot and I do videos and then I play it back for people. And you should see the looks on most women's faces, like, that's not me. I'm like, honey, that is you. Like, that's what we're seeing because they honestly don't even see it in the mirror. So, so that's the first thing is that they don't see themselves. The second thing is most people don't know what their body type is. Mm. And that's what I teach people. There are five body types. And once you know what body type you are, clothes and shopping get so much easier. It's more fun. You know what cuts flatter your figure and it can make a big impact on the way that you are putting yourself forward. Um, for instance, like a woman who has big boobs, 
the biggest mistake she could make is wearing a high collar or turtleneck. Why? Because she looks like one big mound, right? It makes her look top heavy. Mm. By simply changing the collar and putting her in a V-neck that's more fitted and flattering, she looks completely different. And most, and I mean, to the naked eye, people don't know what they're really reacting to. They just know it looks good, right? So um, that's the cool part is just, you know, understanding and changing a few things can go a long way. And I love what you said about like, I didn't know that was your background. I actually have an acting background. So okay. <laughs> what I noticed when I was in theater that I would put on a costume and I would actually feel like the part mm-hmm. more than when I rehearsed. And I see this happen all the time. And there's actually some studies that have been um, proven there's a term called enclosed cognition that the brain actually shifts. This was in the New York Times, uh, the uh, article that was taken from this. It, your brain shifts and your performance goes up when you're wearing certain clothes that connotates whatever you're trying to, you know, exude out to the world. So if you were in a costume, say you were a princess, you will act as if you are that princess and people will believe you are that princess. And the brain shifts to that. If you believe that you're a hot, sexy woman and you put on an outfit that is hot and sexy to you, you will act as if you are. So that's why, you know, uh, I, I call it like costume confidence. That's why it's awesome to put on something maybe that you dreamed of putting on or you've never done before. And it's awesome to see people even shift in their body language and the way they just even, you know, have their energy is completely different. You're, I mean, you're a hundred percent true in that sense. So tell us, okay, so how, and how do we become more approachable in this sense then? So let's say, you know, as a woman, we're, we're tackling what it is that we're trying to wear and we're making ourselves feel good. How does that correlate with being approachable? Well, it's, it's huge because like, for instance, women who wear color are just going to be more approachable and attractive. And there's, again, a lot of studies about that. Guys are, are attracted to red. And then for some reason, the combination of pink and white, I don't know why. Really? But that's huh? They, yeah. That's interesting. It's interesting. You know, and so many women wear black and I, I'm not opposed to black. I think black can look really classy and nice, but it's when you're wearing black all the time. And I know firsthand when I was that frumpy mom, I was wearing black to hide. And now I realize it. I didn't think I realized it at the time, but, um, you know, you got to be careful with that. So color is definitely a way that you can be more approachable. Also the way that you're dressing can also, um, help you invite people in. Like if you're, if you're being mindful, like last night I, um, I was part of this big presentation and it was amazing. And there was a mixer afterwards and women knew that there were going to be eligible guys there. Well, I can't tell you how many women were dressed in jeans, turtlenecks, things, you know, clothes that were oversized that just didn't flatter them. They didn't look approachable. Um, So interesting. It is. And so the women that were, and I was just observing this, the women that were approached the most were ones who were in dresses and heels and looked put together and sexy and feminine. So, you know, men, again, are attracted to that feminine, sexy aura. And also then your body language is different. So there is no doubt a woman walks differently 
when she's wearing a pair of heels versus Birkenstocks. Like, come on. Like, you're shuffling around in Birkenstocks, and then you put on a pair of heels, suddenly your, your walk is slow, it's a little bit sexier, there's a little bounce to you, right? So um, it, it's huge. So the clothes you wear is for sure something that will help you be more approachable, you know, from a man's standpoint. The other thing that guys look at is your attitude, your body language, And there's this epidemic out there. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's called the resting bitch face. (laughs) What I mean by that is that there is a ton of women out there with this kind of look about her. It was even on CNN. They're fighting this more and more. That women have this kind of like, I'm going to bite your head off look. And I don't, and most of the women aren't even like aware of it. They're either looking at their phones, they're talking to their girlfriends, we're getting so busy, we're not even, like, thinking about how our face is reading. And so guys are scared to death. They will not approach you if you have that resting bitch face. I mean, just end a story. I'm totally guilty of this, actually. A hundred percent. And uh, And I've been working to change it, but it's so funny because a couple months ago... Uh, there was a guy that I've, that's in my circle that I've seen quite a bit and we just never talked. And one day he finally sat by me and I was like, Hey, how you doing? And I was just talking to him and he was like, I thought you were a total bitch before I talked to you. Uh-huh. Well, on top of it, um, now that you're really pretty and, and, and that's also a Thank deadly, you. deadly combination. So when you're really pretty and you have the resting bitch face, I mean, guys are petrified. Thank you. Yeah, so you have to be mindful. I was um, getting my makeup done for the event yesterday, and the makeup artist, she had that thing going on, too. I said, can I just see you smile for a second? And she smiled, and her whole aura changed. Her eyes softened. She looked more approachable. I said, if you just did that, guys would come up to you left and right. She was complaining that no guys come up to her. It was the same thing. That's so funny. Yeah. So we should do another podcast. Um, you, you should go out and do like some social research and just smile and wear color and see if you get a different reaction from guys. And then we'll talk about it on our next. Oh, I, I mean, I've definitely uh, started to make that shift. And uh-huh. because I, you know, I just don't realize. And I, cause I feel great internally. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy. Like life is beautiful. <laughs> and then when he said that, I was like, oh, oh, I don't feel that way at all. But thank you for telling. Like I wasn't offended <laughs> at all. I was actually quite taken that he was honest about it. Cause normally guys don't tell you that. Yeah. So when he said that, I, I mean, I've been making a conscious effort to, you know, check out my face and make sure that it's not resting that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's really good. Also, you know, not just your face, but your, um, the stiffness in your body, believe it or not. Hmm. A lot of women are stiff. They're closed off. They'll have their, um, arms folded. They will be, um, kind of slouching. Uh, maybe there's the positioning also is really, really important. Like when you're at a bar or a social event, if you're in the corner of the room and you're wondering why people don't approach you, then you need to position yourself better. So it's a combination of facial expressions, um, just the tenseness in your body and also your positioning. That's so funny. I mean, it's so true though. So what what are a couple things that you can just list off really quick that we can do and that we can implement right away to become more approachable? So, okay. Um, well, like I said before, uh, if you're mindful of your face and you smile and you make eye contact, that's huge. Second thing, pay attention to what you're wearing. 
Um, hands down, you know, I uh, was a co-host to the show called The Great Love Debate, and we traveled all over the United States, and we talked about love and dating and debated about it. And there's hundred men and the women, hundred men and women in the in the room, and we're talking to each other about this. And I asked the men in every state. I said, "How many men love a woman in a dress?" And a hundred percent of men in every show raise their hand. Wow. It's not even like one says, no, I hate it. You know, like why? Because it, it again, exudes femininity. They don't wear it. Right. So <laughs> they are in awe. It, it just, it's this beautiful softening that happens to a woman. Um, put on a pair of heels. And I know a lot of women complain they either have bad feet or they can't wear heels. I always find something for a woman when I shop with them that works. You know, there's different brands you have to try out. There's, you know, shoes that have platforms. You could wear a wedge. You could wear a low heel. That little lift is really, um, it's beautiful on a woman. It makes her legs look amazing. It slows down her walk and her, um, her, just that femininity piece really shines through. So, you know, again, be mindful of the clothes, your facial expression, and then positioning. I have a quick story around the positioning. This was an awesome story. So I was with a client and, um, you know, part of what I do besides going shopping with people is I'm out and about with them and we go to bars and I'm like a wing girl. A lot of people call me Hitch Up, kind of like the movie Hitch. Or I'm the girl version. <laughs> okay. So I go out and, um, so I was out with my client and we hit this bar And if you can imagine, there was this bar that was in a V shape, okay? And in the middle, the epicenter, there was an empty seat. There was a guy sitting next to that seat. And then on the other side of him, there was another empty seat. And then all the way at the end, there were two seats open. So I said to my client, where would you sit if I wasn't directing you? She's like, well, there's two empty seats at the end there. I'm like, eh, wrong answer. She's like, well, there's nowhere else to sit. I said, no, that's not true. There's one like right in the middle and then on the other side. She's like, yeah, but the guy is there and he's eating. You can't interrupt him. I said, watch me. <laughs> so I went up to him. I went up to him because honestly, like, and that's another mistake I see a lot of women do is that we, we think for the guy, like we think we're bothering him or we think what he's thinking. Like, in her case, she's like, oh, he's eating, he's watching the game, he doesn't want to be bothered. Right. I go in from the standpoint, you know what, what is it that I want? He'll tell me if I'm bothering him. No problem. Right. And then I'll say, thank you very much, and I'll go, you know, along my merry way. But if you just, if you, if you don't do things that you want to do, you really stop yourself from making opportunities for yourself. So I did. So I went up to him. I smiled. I did not have the resting bitch face. I said, hello. And I'm like, hi. And he he looked at me and he almost like jumped out of his stool. He goes, ah, hi. (laughs) You know, um, my friend and I, we want to um, sit here. We like to sit in the middle and just have conversations. Is it okay if you move down one? I said, unless, of course, you'd like two women straddling, you know, both sides of you, you know, flirt, flirt, flirt. Right. So um, he smiled and he got all red. He's like, well... Maybe after I get to know you, but yeah, of course, of course. You know, so he went down, he scooted down and we plopped ourselves right in the epicenter of the bar. Now, 
because we did that, we created this amazing energy in the room. We met everybody at the bar and we were talking to the bartender and then the guy that we scooted down, we ended up being very good friends with and we got his number and we ended up seeing him later on and we created this social opportunity for ourselves. So lesson learned again, positioning is huge. Had we gone down to the end of the bar, that never would have happened. I love that. That's a great story. I mean, it's very bold, but it's great. <laughs> yeah. But see, that's the fact that we think that's bold. That's the other thing. Like, I think we've gotten in a place in society where we're so worried and concerned about invading people's space by saying hello, by we're becoming almost reclusive that we're forgetting just to connect with people. Like back in the days when, you know, like in the farming days, I mean, no one would think twice if you came up and said, Hey, Billy Bob, can I sit down here? Like it just wasn't like that. And we're losing that sense of, you know, connectivity. And that is so much of what I teach. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right there. And I'm, and I'm glad that you pointed that out. Kimberly, it's been so great to just talk with you and have you on the show. I'd like, I'd love to jump into the power section of the podcast. Sure. What's one book that you've read that has had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Well, this is an impact that actually has had, uh, well, a book that has been amazing for my clients. And I have this bitch theme going. I don't know why, but it's, it's called Why Men Love Bitches. And it, if none of you have uh, read it, you've got to pick it up. It's fantastic. It's not about being a bitch. What it, what it is, it's about setting boundaries and letting men earn you. Mm. And it's very, very powerful because I think that's another thing that's happening, um, especially with women, is that we're socialized to be caretakers and, and, you know, almost cater to others, which is a beautiful quality about us. But I think so much so that it's gotten to an extreme with a lot of women and where you're putting other people's needs before yours. And quite simply, that's just not sexy. And it's not attractive. And in fact, it can build resentment. So I teach a lot of women about this. um, And I think it's a book that a lot of people would enjoy. I love that. And what's one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of? That I got out of bed. (laughs) Honestly, that I got out of bed and that I like created a new life for myself. And I take pride. I'm a single mom of two boys and... I'm, I'm, because again, I, I made a decision that one day that I decided to do something for myself. And I, I really hope that empowers and encourages other women out there who are maybe at an impasse in their life, that there is life after a breakup or a divorce or wherever you are in a life after an, another career that maybe you left. And it's what you do with it. That's important. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And are there any like routines that you do in the morning or a daily routine that helps you get a positive rise in your life? Yeah, I exercise. Oh my gosh, big time. I, and in fact, I, I help a lot of clients do this. You know, they, they come to me and it's not, again, not just about dating, but just looking at their whole life. And, um, I find that a lot of people don't have that sense of routine and I'm like their accountability partner. And I'll even like create an exercise regimen for them and keep them going because exercise not only, you know, obviously helps you with your health, 
but it gives you energy. Um, the routine and the predictability of it is also, I feel, really important to have in your life. Absolutely. Kimberly, again, it's been such an honor to, to talk with you and have you on the show. Is there anything we didn't get a chance to speak about that you'd love to share with our audience? Um, you know, I think the, the biggest thing that I encourage all of you to do is the biggest thing that prevents people from change is fear. And if you can pick one thing in your life that you can start changing, whether it's wearing red lipstick, <laughs> uh, putting on a high heel, um, you know, going to a social event by yourself, sitting down at the bar and saying hi to a guy, one thing can really be a domino effect into kind of creating this big overall change in your life. So those little changes really add up to the big ones. Absolutely. Again, it's been such an honor. How do we stay connected with you and how do we support you, Kimberly? Oh, well, you can. The best thing is to go to my website. It's seltzerstyle.com, S E L T Z E R style.com. I'm also on social media at Seltzer Kimberly is Twitter and Kimberly Seltzer is Facebook. And I wanted to offer, if it's okay, Absolutely. a free gift for all your, your listeners. Um, I have a uh, free body type booklet because we were talking about shopping before and you can download this booklet and determine what body type you are and that'll help you know what clothes to put on your body and what clothes to stay away from. So I will provide a link for all of you, your listeners. And then for men, any men who are listening to, I have a men's fashion manifesto for them because every guy secretly wants to know about some of these fashion tips, <laughs> but they just don't get the, for, you know, the format to talk to each other about it. So you can talk to me and download the booklet. I love that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, there you have it. That's Kimberly Seltzer on image and how that can affect your confidence, especially when it comes to dating and building relationships with men. That was, I mean, that was a terrific episode. So please share that with anybody that you know. I mean, I know there's a ton of women, including myself, that would definitely benefit from this episode. Thank you again for joining. Don't forget to head over to the website and subscribe if you haven't already so that you can receive our free treats and tips that will be sent out to you absolutely free. And this is just a reminder that if you need some additional guidance, maybe you want a mentor or you just need someone to talk to to help you get to the next step in your life, building confidence and becoming unstuck, reach out to me at nln at riseupforyou.com and we will do a personalized phone call, just you and I to get you to the next step. Thank you again. Rise up for you. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.